the best experience ever. Welcome back to She's Intimidating. It's me, your host, Jess, going solo dolo this time. But it's kind of good because I missed you guys. I missed my therapy session. But I'm so glad that I had like my boyfriend on and then I was a guest on Tanner's podcast, which is the Davison Boys, and then he was a guest on mine. I just feel like it allows you guys to get to know me more. And I just feel like I'm all about being authentic and I want you guys to know who Jess is, even though she's not really sure who she is sometimes, but that's okay. Um, Welcome back for another week. First of all, speaking of Tanner's podcast, I will be like sitting on my pedestal for the next nine years because it was so sweet. We got such good feedback and the number one feedback being everybody loves me, okay? Which I already knew that, but like confirmation is nice. I'm kidding. Well, kind of. Okay, I'm not. Anyway, (laughs) someone DM'd him and was like, you should have her on every episode. She's the star of the show. The star of the show, you know? Not even like she's funny, like the star of the show. This is why I have a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I already knew I was the star of the show, but now like other people are starting to see it and I love that for me, okay? I've also been getting like good reviews lately. You know, if you're feeling nice, go rate, review, follow, choose Intimidating, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the things, or follow me on Instagram. We are growing, okay? And then like Tanner called me later on in the week to tell me, he's like, you are so loved. Everybody loves you. So I might like post a few clips from the podcast that we recorded. I know. She like branched out and might be coming at you with a video. The quality um, don't come after me, okay? And the quality of those podcasts also don't come after me. I don't have bajillions of dollars to figure this thing out, but I'm doing my best, okay? They keep asking like how the episodes did. My boyfriend and Tanner, he's like, how'd they do? How'd they do? And I'm like, great, I think. Like, did you guys like them? Let me know. I feel like a lot of people listen to them and like people that were close to me, I had good feedback. And that's what I actually do love about this podcast. So many people, like people I grew up with, my close friends and family, random strangers have been like, I love your podcast. It's amazing. Like I've learned so many things. I've applied this to my life and it's crazy. Like it's a small growing community, like I said, which is fine. But this is pretty scary, like getting on a microphone and talking to people. And not only that, it's like I have to be entertaining, which I do feel like I am entertaining, but that's hard to do. And I've realized how hard it is to do by podcasting with other people. You can just tell like some people naturally have the outgoing, I guess, personality and like can speak on a mic. And a lot of people, they've never experienced it before and they've never done it before. And so I'm not saying they wouldn't be good at it, but just maybe they're uncomfortable, right? Like a lot of people don't really podcast. It's kind of a new thing. And that's another thing is when someone was talking to Tanner and telling him that they loved me, they were like, she's done this before, huh? Hasn't she? Which, yeah, I have. (laughs) She's intimidating. So I don't know. Like, I am just so grateful for the support and for those of you that do listen. And Like, honestly, the podcast is like truly something I enjoy. And it is something that I put a decent amount of money into every month. And like, I'm not making money from the show. Like, this is pure entertainment for y'all and for me. Cause like, imagine my kids turning into teenagers. I'm like, do you want to know how like cool your mom was? Listen to this. Okay. And they're like on there and they're going to see them or I don't know, but I do have a confession. 
and we're going to talk about it. Like, this is honestly exactly what this week's podcast is about. So, like, last week, we we're kind of talking to Tanner about how he lost his job and, like, how that is potentially a great thing for him. I wanted to create this episode based on, like, quitting your job. And I've talked about this before plenty of times, okay? I hated my job at the lab, but, you know, I spent thousands of dollars on an education. I have student loans for an education I still haven't paid off. And like, what am I supposed to do? I've been doing this for two years. And I'm like, actually, I genuinely don't want to use my degree anymore. I was scared, terrified. I was scared. But to me, like I said last week on the podcast, I was like, I'm going to do this now at 25 or I'm not going to do it. I know myself. So I'm going to choose now for myself. I don't know what's next, but every hard thing that I have come across in my life, I have faced it and I've come out better. So this is just like my challenge in life, you know? I don't know what I'm going to do, okay? But I know that I'm unhappy. So I quit my job. Fast forward to four months after I quit my job. I love this for me, okay? So I was working two jobs at the time, right? My lab job, my restaurant job. So I went full-time at the restaurant, replaced my lab job just doing full-time at the restaurant. And full-time is pretty dope. It's like 30 hours a week. And I'm making the same amount of money doing that job 30 hours a week as I was working both jobs, okay? You're an avid listener of this podcast. You already know that. So I'm working smarter, not harder. Anyway, I remember thinking, what if like my future employer sits at my table? Now, I'm not saying that is like what happened. Okay, I'm going to explain this whole thing to you. Like two weeks ago, I had this person sit at my table and it was him, his wife, and then another couple, right? Just friends. And he's like, Jessica, um, would you consider leaving your job? And I'm like, haha, like, uh, no, like I have it pretty good here. I make, you know, great money and I only work 30 hours a week. So like, it would probably take this amount of money for me to leave. I'm not cheap. And his wife the whole time's like, you tell him what you're worth. Like you tell him, you know? And I come back and forth between this table like multiple times. And every time he's like bringing up a job, bringing up a job. And then at the end, he's like, please take my information. Look me up on LinkedIn. Like, look me up however you choose. Like, I'm on social media. I'm on all these things. I'm going to leave you my information. And if you like want to see if there's a position for you, then like send me an email. So his wife writes down the information and gives it to me. And I look at it and it's like uh, the title of his email and him, like his position was in there was huge and I knew it. And I looked it up and I was like, whoa, like that's an executive, right? Like that's someone who runs a company. So I decided to see what it was about, sent him the email. And (laughs) I love this, okay? He's like, yes, we'd love for you to come and interview. It's kind of a drive far away, like from where I live now, but it's an incredible opportunity. So I go to the best interview of my entire life, okay? You guys, like the best experience ever. I get there. They're like chilling, got sparkling water waiting for me. You know, like we go to the executive floor. And anyways, he's like, this is what I'm thinking for the position. I talked to tons of different people. Like it was incredible. And they really tried to get to know me and like everything. And then he's like, you know, I'm looking for an assistant basically. And what's crazy is I've looked to be an executive assistant before, but they don't even want to look at you if you have no experience as an assistant. And I get it. Okay. These people are trying to run a company. I wouldn't want to deal with someone who has no experience anyway, okay? But like, sometimes I do be applying for jobs I'm not qualified for. Okay. So anyways, in the end, they gave me like a really nice like gift bag full of like all their products and everything. And then they leave it at like, let us know if you're interested in the job. What? Like, uh, what kind of job interview have you gone to where they give you 
gift and then say, let us know how you're feeling. Like I was in awe. But then at the same time, I'm interviewing for another job, which is also a very good opportunity. It would allow me to work from home. Like, yeah, I'd be busy, but I'd have more flexibility to kind of like do what I want during the day, but also still while working. But I could basically work anywhere, which is beautiful. It's also like assisting just on a whole different field. And they're both incredible opportunities. They truthfully are. And I'm just like, I don't know, because it looks like they're like, they're ready for me. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm living in a dream. This is not real. Like four months ago, I wanted to quit my job and I didn't know what was next. And now I have two very good potential job opportunities. Like as of this moment, I do not have an offer letter from either one. I don't, but I have like pretty good insight. I feel like, I don't know. So I don't have an offer letter. So, I mean, it could completely go south and... I could just still be at my serving job, which I really am happy at. And it's great. And that's the best part of it all is it's like, I'm very content with where I'm at. So me going to a new opportunity isn't out of like spite or sadness or like being miserable. It's like a good move. It's a healthy move. So yeah, I don't know. I just think it's crazy that if I wouldn't have quit my job at the lab that I didn't like, I would not have two great opportunities in front of me. In fact, I did have a third, but I knew that I wouldn't choose that out of the three options. So I went ahead and called them and I was like, I'm so sorry, but I'm going to decline this offer after I had already accepted it. Because at the time I thought it was my only option, right? You know what we do with that. But it's just crazy. And not only that is either of these jobs, if I get them, pay double, well, almost double, I would say like 90% more than what my lab job did. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Work smarter, not harder, kids. And another time, okay, I was in college and I was working this job I hated. You basically would just like call people and be like, hi, this is so-and-so dentist office and you're due for a cleaning. And if they showed up to that cleaning, they like gave you $5 or something, okay? So it was just calling all day. I hated it, okay? Anyways, I quit and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do next. I don't even have another job lined up, but we're going with it. And I walk I don't walk home. Actually, no, I do walk home because anyways, I was like right around the corner of where that job was, humiliated. And I had to like go home and tell the guy that I was dating, I just quit. I have no income. I don't know what to do. Anyways, he's like cheering me up. We go out to dinner and I get a text, a text from care.com. So like they messaged me through care, but came through my text. And this lady's like, hi, I haven't been on care for like two years at this point. And she's like, I'd love to interview you for a job to nanny my kids. I got the job and it ended up being like, those kids healed me. There was five little rugrats and they weren't little. Like when I started, they were like six to 17. They weren't little, little, but they were so fun. Like they were my friends and like, I had a great time with them and they truly healed me. And I would have never even considered that opportunity if I like hadn't left my job. So I feel like a lot of the times we get stuck and we don't know what's next, but you don't have to know what's next at all. I didn't know what's next and it's worked out for me every single time and it is going to work out for all of you. And if you feel like I'm talking to you, it's because I am talking to you. Everything works out and I hope it's okay that I share this, but like she did share it in front of the whole class, so it's not a big deal. But my spin teacher, there was a few of us in class and she's like, this is so crazy, you guys, like, I lost my job in COVID, couldn't find one for 10 months and ended up landing a really good job eventually. And now I'm just bought a house. 
in one of the craziest markets of all time when a year ago, like I had just lost my job. Anyways, we're all like, oh my God, that's amazing. Cause that's incredible. And she's like, if that hard thing didn't happen to me, I wouldn't be here where I'm at today. And I'm so grateful. I didn't understand why it was happening to me when I couldn't find a job and when I'd lost mine during COVID. But now I'm here being like, oh my gosh, it all makes sense. I'm so happy with how everything turned out. And that's just how it's going to be. You're going to be more unhappy sitting there in a job that you don't like. And it could be anything. Like, I feel like I've manifested myself kind of cool jobs, like how I was applying for executive assistant jobs and not getting a single bite because I had no experience. I would like feel like I was kind of manifesting. Yeah, I would love to do that, but maybe I just need to assist smaller and then go there. And then all of a sudden, someone who's an executive sits at my table, which probably isn't uncommon, but offering me like that kind of position for a job. And then I went and looked up the qualifications for that job because he had mentioned that they had posted it. Uh, Five to eight years of executive assistant experience before they'd even look at you. I have zero. Okay. The dude just sat at my table. I am a like a character kind of, (laughs) but y'all knew that because you're on the podcast. But I don't know. I do. I'm just good at communicating. And I mean, I do stumble over my words sometimes, but like talking to people, I swear it's one of my greatest gifts or talking to nothing, you know, like on this podcast, but I'm also having a really fun time. And so like we talked about on the podcast last week, I do encourage all of you to go listen to it. Me and Tanner, he got fired from his job for making a mistake. And we were just going on and on about how it's, you know, this is how it's supposed to go. Life would not be fun if it was linear at all. Okay. There are so many different chapters in your life and they teach you so many different things. And their lessons, you know? That's okay. So I actually was listening to Call Her Daddy this last week. I know this is a tangent about quitting your job. I know this is a tangent, but it's about friendships. And I know like making friends after college or like in your late 20s or just after college, it's hard, right? Anyways, I was listening to that podcast and there was, I forget her name. I should know all the information, but I don't because I really wasn't planning on sharing this. But basically... It was talking about how all the way up until college, you have someone else like telling you what to do, where be, whether it's your parents, like whether you play a sport and it's your coach, there's always people telling you where to go and how to act. And then as an adult, you truly have the freedom. You could do whatever you wanted. You can move across the country. You do so many things. So it's like so hard to figure out and like make friends because you're not forced to do certain things every day. It's like truly what you choose which that resonated with me. So I thought maybe it'd resonate with all of you guys, whatever it is you're going through in your life right now. Or maybe you're just chilling like me. Like I am chilling. Mama's is happy. She's going to Coachella next month. You guys, the tickets just shipped and I'm so excited. And we're going to go into that later. But like I said, everything's going to be okay. I promise. I swear it's going to be okay. And I know right now, regardless of what it is, you know, you're like, it's not going to be okay. I don't know what to do. Yes, it is. You've gone through every hard thing in your life that you thought you wouldn't get through. Yeah, I'm talking to me, but I'm also talking to all of you. Everything. And I'm sure we've all gone through some really fucked up things. And that's okay. It made us stronger and it made us who we are. Yeah, I really just wanted to elaborate more on like the whole quit your job thing because I just don't want you guys to be unhappy, okay? But I don't think unhappy people really listen to this podcast. So we're good. Mad chillin'. I think that's really all I have to say about that. But like, can we go into the details about Coachella, please? So this is my second time going. And I bought a microphone that plugs into your phone so I could take you guys along with me. 
because yes, I will absolutely be doing that. I feel like that is a disservice to you, you know? I want you all to feel like you were at Coachella with me, okay? And you are. And I am so stoked. I kind of want to video a lot of it, I think, because that would be fun. Like, vlog it. But I think I want to because it was truly the funnest thing I've ever done. I've ordered some of my outfits. We're week two, so we're like leaving the third week of April or something for it. And yeah, no, I'm just really, really stoked. And I was supposed to go like in COVID years when they canceled it. And then I canceled my tickets and then I rebought them. And keep in mind, they would have carried over. I paid $200 more per ticket. I only bought one, but like three total. Me and my besties are going and I'm stoked. I'm going to have so much fun. And you guys are going to go along with me. And I know you're going to be stoked, okay? Because I don't know. I realize like a lot of people I know don't do it. I see a lot of people on social media that go, but like me personally, I don't know a lot of people that go. So I'm a huge music festival person though. They're so fun and not a rave. Okay. Those are very fucking different. You will not catch my ass at a rave, but a music festival, you will catch me there. Absolutely. You will. All right. What else do we got to chat about? We might be done, but oh no. Okay. These are huge. So the other night (laughs) I was cooking dinner. Usually my boyfriend cooks dinner, but sometimes if he gets off work later or like I don't work that night and he does, I will make dinner. So it was one of those nights. I was cooking away, making some dinner and I went to bed. We both went to bed. And then at about 2.30 in the morning, I am profusely and I mean profusely vomiting over and over and over and over again. Yeah, just imagine that. It was miserable and I had my retainers and I couldn't wear my retainers for like three days because I was so disgusted. And then we had to like thoroughly clean those bitches out because I threw up in my retainers. You cannot make that shit up, okay? And now I'm here to talk to you guys about that. Love it. Yeah, it was miserable, but I still went to work the next day and we went to like a distillery for work before work. And I showed up to that hours after throwing up. Hours. I did have to miss my Pilates class though. Anyway, so that was unfortunate. So I shall be banned from cooking. Me and my boyfriend have both decided that one. But I think I'm going to go give it a go because he's off late again tonight. And that's why I was like, oh my gosh, I have to hop on and talk to everyone to get on the podcast. Here is the ultimate kicker. And I don't know if it's because I decided to just share my life on a podcast or what. I don't know though, because it's not like I included my social security number. I was out chilling. Actually, I was out finding places to braid my hair for Coachella. And they all want to charge me $500. So y'all better start sharing this podcast so I can afford that in three weeks because what? Like, I don't want to pay that, but I really want my braids done, especially because I sweat so much. Like my hair is my biggest stress on that trip. And I want not a single stressor. Okay. That's all with that. Anyway, I'm out looking for places to get my hair braided, to make an appointment to get it braided. And I get a text. Hi, Katie. This is so-and-so. I'm reviewing your application. When's a great time to give you a call? And I'm like, "Mm, I don't remember applying to a bank. Like, I just don't think I do that. It's not really my thing, you know? Got a podcast, a banking podcast. I don't know. Okay. Seems like conflict of interest. And I was like, I don't remember applying for that. I'm so sorry. And she's like, oh, no, it's for your auto loan. And it was a local bank. I'm like, huh, cool. Um, I get another text. Hi, Katie. This is so and so from America First Credit Union. I would like to talk about your application. I get one more text from another credit union. Anyways, I text back Katie and I'm like, Katie, I didn't take out a not alone. This is fraud. I'm so sorry. And she's like, yeah, someone definitely has your social security number. Go on and block all your credit. So I like went on to all the credit places and blocked it. So like try to get at me now. And anyways, 
the girls that Katie tried to apply for a loan for, Katie, not Katie's the one who was trying to steal my money. The girl told me that she was trying to apply for like a loan that was 50 grand and got pre-approved for it. But that doesn't mean they pulled my credit. So we'll see if that shows up. Anyway, of course, that would happen to me. It was really fun, but it is what it is. Anyways, I think that's really all I have to say. I have to go pick up my boyfriend from work. I love you guys so, so much. Um, Please ask me questions. I say that all the time, but no one wants to send me an email and ask me questions so I can answer it on this podcast. That sounds like a lot of fun. And I cannot wait to take you guys along the ride of Coachella because it's going to be epic. I know it will. And I'm stoked. That's all I have to say this week. I hope you guys know you're going to be able to get through anything. I promise you're going to be able to get through anything. And do you know what I love about my podcast? The other day, under suggested podcast next to mine, it said anything goes. And I think I'm obsessed with Emma Chamberlain because she reminds me of me, but then also makes me mad because she's a lot younger than me. So I'm like, oh, that's a kicker to the face. Oh, and the last thing I was going to say about my podcast, and I can't remember if I said this before, but I get weird about job interviews. I don't want people to know me through my po- I do want people to know me through my podcast, not my employers. Okay. So I made my Instagram private and I took she's intimidating out of the bio, not because I'm embarrassed. I love my podcast and I'm having so much fun, but I just don't want them to know me through that because they are going to look at social media, I feel like. So, you know, that's why I did that. Not that I needed to explain that to you guys, but I will keep you updated on the whole job situation. Like I said, I could take one job, maybe I could take the other, maybe depending if they offer me the job and then, or I could just stay where I'm at. I don't know, but I'm excited to talk through it with you guys. I like get really nervous because I was going to wait to record this podcast until I got offers because I was like, wait, what if I talk about it? And then for some reason it falls through, you know, like I don't accept, I don't know, or they decide to go a different route. I have no idea. Okay. Then that's going to be embarrassing to be like, oh, actually, no, that didn't work out or they didn't end up offering me the job. But that's also what this podcast is. It's me being open and authentic with you guys and talk about what I'm going through. And that's what I'm going through right now. And it's pretty big. Like I can't really focus on Coachella or anything else right now because I'm like, I could potentially have a new job in the next week or two weeks, or I could not and be where I'm at. And it's kind of hard to plan things low key. I can't really plan things until I know where I'm going to be working when I plan this thing, you know? But yeah, that's all I really have. Thank you guys for listening again. Please go follow the Instagram. She's intimidating. My personal Instagram is Jess with three S's dot Ariel spelled A-R-I-E-L-L-E. I'm private though. So you do have to request to follow me. I'm sorry, but not sorry. And I have tons of requests like sitting there because I don't really know why. I don't know. I don't really want to like accept people I don't know. And I feel like it's all people I don't know. I mean, just let me know you listen to the podcast and I'll accept you right on in. Okay. I don't discriminate here. Anyways, I love you guys so, so much. Yeah, I'll talk to you next week. I'm not sure if I'll have someone on or if it will just be me again, but just know my Coachella podcast. I for sure will have my friends on there with me and me by myself. It's just going to be tons of different clips that my editor unfortunately gets to put together and make an episode out of it. Yay! I love that. Um, All right, you guys, I will talk to you next time. Goodbye. (laughs) 